It's the time of year when we're all thinking about goals and priorities. Now is the time to plan your next trip. Whatever kind of travel fills you up, whether it's lounging on the beach, connecting with family and friends, or going on a foreign adventure, Expedia has the tools you need to plan a great trip. Download the Expedia app or visit Expedia.com to start planning. You do need to be a OneKey member to use price tracking. Signing up is easy and free. Expedia, made to travel. Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. Hey, podcast listeners. Some of you may know that Oprah began having conversations about the deeper meaning of life and the world around us, even in the early days of The Oprah Show. When you look inward, then you can begin to create another kind of power. Because we know you love a Super Soul-style discussion. I went, uh <laughs> We opened up the vault of The Oprah Winfrey Show to handpick episodes that will enhance the Super Soul Podcast Library. Every experience in our lives is to teach us to learn to love. Please enjoy this past episode of The Oprah Winfrey Show on Super Soul Conversations. Uh, with the release of her book, A Song Lung Up to Heaven. A song, I like to do it, a song, Lung Up to Heaven. Lung Up to Heaven. If I said many times, Maya has been one of my greatest teachers. I am so blessed to have her in my life. She is the one I often look to for strength, for wisdom, for comfort and courage, and also just to talk. <laughs> you know, every time we're on the phone, we're not talking about courage and wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes we just laugh a lot. Anyway, the sheer power of her words and insights have moved and inspired me, and I know millions of you. Maya says that a song flung up to heaven is the sixth and final in the series of books about her remarkable life, which she began with, I Know Why the Cage Bird Sing. The first book of Dr. Angelou's best-selling autobiographical series was I Know Why the Cage Bird Sings. It made her a literary star, stayed on the New York Times bestseller list for two years. It is her brutally honest account of her painful childhood and how she rose above being raped by her mother's boyfriend when she was just eight and the six years of self-imposed silence that followed. Next, she wrote, Gather Together in My Name, about her struggle to make ends meet as a single mother at age 16, working as a cook, a dancer, a madam, and even a prostitute. Next, in Singing and Swinging and Getting Merry Like Christmas, Maya takes us on her journey into show business, touring Europe as a singer and dancer. And millions read The Heart of a Woman, where Maya takes us through one of the most fascinating periods of her life, from her debut at the Apollo Theater to her first meeting with Malcolm X to the joys and challenges of raising a teenage son. Then, in All God's Children Need Traveling Shoes, she follows her heart to Africa in search of her roots, where she teaches at the University of Ghana and works as a journalist alongside Malcolm X. World-renowned poet, author, actress, activist, Dr. Maya Angelou has risen to greatness 
time and time again. She is more phenomenal, phenomenally phenomenal woman than ever. Please welcome my dear friend, Dr. Maya Angelou. Hello. Hello. You so, want to talk about something other than courage? And, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and wisdom and, and strength and hope. What does 74 mm. feel like? Mm. It's so wonderful. It is so good. I thought the 50s were hot. <laughs> until I reached the 60s. Uh-huh. The 60s are out there. They're out there. Woo! <laughs> But then, when I reached the 70s, I now know the 70s. You want to reach the 70s. Everybody, stay alive, reach the 70s. I tell you. Because, because do you feel age? You know, this is a society that so puts age no. and aging, and we're so concerned about it. Is there a point where you say, oh, yes, I'm now an older woman? No. There are some things that have not escaped me. Pain has not. Mm -hmm. Ecstasy has not. Uh, satisfaction has not. Disappointment has not. Uh, fear has not. Mm -hmm. Courage has not. So there are some things which have not escaped me. So that keeps you young. Mm -hmm. If you start thinking that you know it, and nobody can tell you anything, you found the one way and you can call all others false, mm -hmm. it's already over. Mm -hmm. It's already too late. You have become old mm -hmm. at 18, at 25. When you think you know everything. Yeah. But when but you, you realize... do know a lot. Well, I've been around a long time. You do know a lot. You've been around a long time, and you've paid attention. Yes. Like, it's so interesting, though, because people say to me, when you call her up and you talk to her, does she talk like she talks when she's... <laughs> and it is true. Many times I call Maya, and I'm like, like just the other day, Easter Sunday morning, I'm like sitting at my kitchen table, and she just starts a conversation. I go, Let me get a pencil. <laughs> <laughs> Write this down. And while she's talking, I'm, and then she goes, "Are you there, babe?" I go, "Yes, I'm here." <laughs> so tell me, what is the significance of a song flung up to heaven? Mm. Well, it comes from the third verse in the poem by Paul Lawrence Dunbar, and I'd love to say, please, that may I? The, yes. Uh, the first verse says, I know what the caged bird feels, I mean, when the sun is bright on the upland slopes, when the wind blows soft through the springing grass, and the river floats like a sheet of glass, when the first bird sings, and the first bud opes, and the faint perfume from its chalice steals, I know what the caged bird feels. The last verse says, and I know why the caged bird sings, ah me. When its wings are bruised and its bosom sore, it beats its bars and would be free. It's not a carol of joy or glee, but a prayer that it sends from its heart's deep core, but a song that it sends up to heaven it flings. That's why the caged bird sings. Wow. I get it. We began with I Know Why the Caged Bird Sings, and we end with the last verse, last line, a song flung up to heaven. That's right. You are smart. Deep. <laughs> Very deep. Lift up your hearts 
Each new hour holds new chances for new beginnings. Do not be wedded forever to fear, yoked eternally to brutishness. The horizon leans forward, offering you space to place new steps of change. Here, on the pulse of this fine day, you may have the courage to look up and out and upon me, the rock, the river, the tree, your country, no less to Midas than the mendicant, no less to you now than the mastodon then. Here, on the pulse of this new day, you may have the grace to look up and out and into your sister's eyes and into your brother's face, your country, and say simply, very simply, with hope, good morning. That was Dr. Maya Angelou reciting from the poem on the pulse of mourning, which she wrote for President Clinton's inauguration in 1993. We're celebrating a song flung up to heaven. <laughs> in the book, Dr. Angelou opens up about a very painful time in her life. I know that this was a very painful book for you to write. I know that you went away to Florida and you were telling me you were having a really rough time writing this book. Yes, for a number of reasons. The obvious reasons, the book, had to deal with situations that didn't seem to have any hope in them. Mm -hmm. The murder of Malcolm X and the murder of Martin Luther King on my birthday, mm -hmm. and uh, uprising in, in Watts and so forth. I couldn't see how I could find hope writing about all these negatives. So I wrote that book, I've written it for six years, and it's the slimmest volume of all my books. But I wanted to see how can I say it. And finally, I was able to see something about who we really are. The human spirit. So amazing. Everybody here, everybody has gone to bed one night or another with fear or pain or horror or disappointment or grief. And yet each one of us has awakened arisen, made our ablutions, and seen another human being and said, morning, how are you? Fine, thanks, and you? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That, that, I thought, okie dokie. <laughs> then this is who we are. We do survive. And we do better than that, we thrive. We thrive. And we do better than that. We thrive with some passion, some compassion, some humor, and some style. Maya's personal story became intertwined with the nation's history in the 60s. Maya Angelou had been living in Ghana, West Africa, for four years when she made the decision in 1965 to leave her teenage son, Guy, with trusted friends and move back to America. Back in the States, racial tensions were coming to a head, and Maya planned to work with her longtime friend and controversial leader, Malcolm X. He started the Organization of African American Unity, whose goal was to launch a cultural revolution to end racism. So instead of legislation, in my opinion, it takes education. For many years, Maya had been corresponding with Malcolm X through letters, but she had no idea that the letter beckoning her back to America would also be the last from her dear friend. 
Dear Maya, I was most pleased to learn that you might be hitting in this direction this year. You are a beautiful writer and a beautiful woman. You know that I will always do my utmost to be helpful to you in any way possible. So don't hesitate. Your brother, Malcolm. But Maya never got the chance to work alongside Malcolm X on February 21st, 1965, two days after Maya arrived back in the States. He was assassinated in front of his family while delivering a speech. The gunfire went off and his, his hand was up. I remember this. I turned around quickly and the next thing I saw was Malcolm falling back in a dead faint. Maya was devastated. She was also outraged at what she felt was America's indifference about his murder. Three years later, in 1968, Maya was reunited with another friend, civil rights leader, Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. Suddenly, I saw this man who really believed in nonviolent change and the power of pain for redemption. After a speech at Carnegie Hall, he asked her to work with him on the Poor People's March planned for later that year. I had just agreed to come back to work for him. He said, come back with me, Maya Angelou. If people accuse me of being nonviolent, I will tell them Maya Angelou is back with me. Maya planned to join him on the road one month later, but she would never get the chance. On April 4th, 1968, Maya's 40th birthday, Dr. King was assassinated. Dealt yet another devastating blow, Maya withdrew from the world, unable to deal with another tragedy. I'm sorry to say he was killed on my birthday. I'm reminded all the time by his life, by his courage, his love, really, that I can be better. I can be bigger. I can be kinder. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now, like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Meave. Plus, you can help to support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. And you say you learned a lot about courage from Malcolm X and Dr. King. We did. The courage to be the human being. I can be, and to encourage other people to be that human being she can be, to agree to be, try to be no one's enemy, no one's foe, to try to be no one, to refuse to be anyone's victim, to be a friend to human beings. That's what I want to be. Mm. 
when you have lived this well and known this many, I think you were born at the right time. Must have. Must have been. I had these conversations with you where all of the legends, like Billie Holiday, came to your house <laughs> with her little dog. Did she not? <laughs> with her dog. With, little, with her little dog. Billie Holiday and all. There's just up in Harlem, everybody, Dr. Yeah. King and... Langston now, Hughes. Langston Hughes. Y'all were all hanging out. <laughs> you live in a time and um, try to be a person of the time. That is to say, not sit behind the door uh -huh. or behind the window sort of wishing one could be there. I mean, there's nothing for it but to go and join it and see if you can be of use. Anybody who can't be used is useless. You must not be misused, overused, abused, but you must be of use to somebody beside yourself. Shortly after September 11th, when we asked the question, what really matters now, Maya was one of the people we turned to for insight and answers. Her words still offer hope and a way to rise above evil and injustice. Like every American, and like most people in the world, I'm speechless. And that doesn't mean I don't have something to say. We have to seek after justice. We must do so. We have to, at the same time, be careful not to lust after revenge. If we do, many things happen. One, we, we are no better than the adversary. We may be even worse. We should always be at war with injustice, always, in our families, in ourselves, in our neighborhoods, in our cities, in our states, we should always be on the other side from injustice. I believe, however, that it all starts with me, and I believe that the change which must take place in the Middle East and in Ireland, and as we have seen in South Africa, all those changes begin with me. I think that we have to, each of us, learn everything we possibly can. Stop being lazy about thinking. We must think. What really matters now is love. Now, I don't mean mush. I don't mean sentimentality. I mean that condition in the human spirit so profound that it allows us to rise. Strength love, courage, love, kindness, love. That is really what matters. There has always been evil, and there will always be evil. But there has always been good, and there is good now. In the 60s, Maya lived and worked in the Islamic world as the wife of a South African freedom fighter. She was the editor of the Arab Observer and says today she's deeply concerned about America's indifference to that part of the world. Mm -hmm. I'm very concerned. I, I remain proud of my country when it's doing the right thing and active in my country when I don't think we're doing the right thing. That is to say, we can't say, oh, I feel for these people but not for those people. Uh, you can't say that. It's wrong. Mm -hmm. If you have sympathy and empathy and kindness to a human being, have it to human beings. All of us.
It is very important for the human being to not allow anyone to make a mean little tunnel for her to live her life in. This is your life. Yeah. This is all you know. And in fact, as far as we can be absolutely certain, it's given to us to live but once. Mm -hmm. One time. And you're going to live that over. My people never liked those people. Well, those people, they never came to our house. Well, all of them keep over there, and I keep over here with us. That's a mean little That's tunnel mean. of a life. Mean and little... then you will die in the world when you will not have helped the world one bit. It seems so clear. Do that you get what... clearer as you get yes. older? Yes. You do. You get clearer. Yeah. About, you know, a little bit, but not much. <laughs> Listen, that's not why. I mean, don't get older just to get wiser. If you get older, you will be wiser. I believe that. If you uh, pay attention. If you dare. If you mm -hmm. pay if you dare. Your life, yeah. But get older because it's fun. It's fun. Yes. It's great fun. Now, today I was so, yes, well, you know, the body is going. But I mean, you know that. So what? <laughs> <laughs> No life lives forever, you know, so my knees are gone, okie dokie. And uh, I find that my hair has changed a lot, and that. And the breasts are very interesting. <laughs> yes, well, because they are in an incredible race. They're in an incredible race to see which one will touch my waist first. <laughs> It's fun. L living is fun. Oh, that's fun? Yes, that's fun, too. Watching them run for it. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, if you, if you put it in your mind that it's fun, yeah. it's fun. It's fun. But if you think, oh, yeah. You know you're... why it's fun? Because you're still here. Still here. I'm still here. I'm still here, and somebody's still calling me darling. Ain't that the Hello. Truth? Hello. <laughs> I want to talk about Oscar night. I haven't talked to you about that. Yes, that's true. I can tell you this, that it was such a historic night with Halle Berry as the first African-American woman to win Best Actress, Denzel Washington. The first man in 40 years to win Best Actor and Sidney Poitier getting the Lifetime Achievement Award. What do you think was significant about that night for all Americans? Do you know who won? We all That's did. That's it. We all did. That's it. That's it. We all did. I tell you, I love that Halle Berry, and I adore Denzel Washington. Yes. And I support, and I'm a good friend, a friend of, of Sidney Poitier. The United States won. Yes. Every citizen in this country won that night. Absolutely. I have heard, I have heard some people that had the nerve to say, why did Halle turn it into such a racial her speech into... Have you haven't heard that? No. Yeah, I've heard... Well, have some you people heard... don't say things like yeah. that. Yeah, I've heard people say, why did she turn that into such a racial speech? And I think it's because people do not understand. Yes. It was 74 years. Yes. 74 years, and we hadn't even had the opportunity to stand there. Yes. 74 years. Yeah. Yes. She, she spoke exactly. She spoke out of her people's mouths. Yeah. And that is not just African-American people's mouth. Yeah. Because she isn't just African-American. Right, because she isn't. But didn't you love it when she called the role, when she thanked Dorothy Dandridge, and when she thanked yes. Lena yes. Horne, and when she thanked 
And then to address her peers, Jada yes. Pinkett and Angela Bassett yes. and Vivica Fox, who weren't even nominated, yes. but to say they stand beside me. I think there has not been a better speech. That's there true. has not been a better That's speech. true. That's true. That she stood up and said, this is bigger than me. This yes, is bigger exactly. than me. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> no, I will tell you great. this. It was so great that I sent Hallie an email saying, it was exciting for me because I don't ever remember being that happy for anybody. Okay. I was, I just took me yes. out of myself yes. to be that happy yes. for another person. There, there are some, some... Which is a different kind of feeling, to feel yes. that good for somebody else. Well, yes, that's true. But you see, I look at Denzel Washington and realize how many times he should have been up there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, my Lord. It oh, is... I really thought he was going to get it for Hurricane. I really thought, Hurricane. That, thought he should have had it. For my him. Lord, I, I, I gave it to him in my <laughs> mind. <laughs> I voted for him, yes. Start clean with Clorox, because Clorox delivers a powerful clean Every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, listen. Remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation? And you were like, I'm serious. If that leaks over the counter, it'll be a slimy abomination by the time I get back. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Don't worry about it. I won't forget. <laughs> well. Ooh, yeah. That happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Rinse after use if in contact with food surface. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. The great gift of love is fair play. You really want to do fairly. And you may even want to do generously. Mm -hmm. But certainly fair play. Love allows you to do that. Love allows you to do yes. that. Now, you're the only person I know, and because of you, I've learned from you to do it. I've said this before, that you will not allow a racial slur, a sexual slur, any kind of joke. You won't even allow it in your house. I no. mean, I have seen you put people out. Yes. Now, in a song, Flung Up to Heaven, she tells the story of the woman she actually put out of the house. And when the producer was saying to me, I said, honey, it is true. <laughs> I have seen her put people out of the house. You, like, at a gathering, she hears a joke. I don't know, she got ears, like, I don't know what. You're on one side of the room, somebody's telling a joke, making a racial slur, and you will go and ask them to leave oh, yes, your house. Yes, You see And here... not be the least bit embarrassed about oh, it. Oh, no, not apologetic. Or apologetic. No, no. You say you must leave now. You must. And take all your stuff with you. <laughs> you see? No kind of racial slur. None. I don't mean just against black people. Oh, you no. won't allow anybody to say anybody no. think bad about any no, race no. or sex. You see, there is this, and I, I think that thought words are things. I was in a, I had a CB set and traveled cross country with it. And when I got into Dolly's house, my sister, Dolly McPherson's house, I told her, I said, sister, this room is filled with images and words. She said, what are you talking about? I said, if I had a battery-operated television, I could turn it on right now and see what's happening downtown and in New York City and in New Orleans. Now, that's not plugged into anything. What does that tell me? That the things are in the room. Mm -hmm. 
the pictures, the, the images, yeah, the are here in the room yeah. between us, which tells me that thoughts then are things and words are things. And I believe they go into your furniture, into your upholstery, they go into your clothes, they go into your carpet, they're sitting in your pots when you start to make a pot of rice. What? So somebody is going to use a racial pejorative a vulgarity in my house, and I won't say anything. I want him, her, all of them to get their stuff and leave. Take it out of my house. Mm -hmm. I will not have it. And because of that, as you know, I have a healing home. Right. People come to my home and are healed. I don't heal, but the atmosphere you know, you've walked in places that are beautiful, but you sit on the edge of the chair. Mm -hmm. You can't get comfortable. In my home, and it's a beautiful home, I love it when I look around the sofa and see strangers have pulled their shoes off. That's very good. <laughs> I feel very nurtured at your home. It's not just, and your biscuits don't hurt either. <laughs> and a smothered chicken. In Maya's book, she also reveals some of her feelings about her own son and being a mother, her joys, her regrets, and feelings of guilt. You write about the time that you left Guy behind in Africa. Yes. Yeah. Was well, that hard to do? Oh, very hard to do. Yeah. But it, in a way, I had to do it for himself and for myself so I wouldn't kill him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he was at 18. He was six, four and a half. And he knew everything. And I would say, I don't like you to do this. And he'd pat, I'm six foot. He'd pat me on my head and say, I understand, little mother. Oh. But this is my life. Really? So I thought, well, I'm going to give you your life and Africa. Mm -hmm. And I paid his tuition up to graduation and came home. You say in the book uh, about leaving Guy in Africa, didn't I care that I'd been a bad mother, abandoning my son, leaving him with a meager bank account and up to his own silly teenage devices? He'd go through that money like Grant went through Richmond. And then what? I thought I should be crying. Not one tear fell. A kind of stoicism had to have been in my inheritance. Yes. Yes. I did him very well. It was a good thing I had done for him. And when he was ready, he came home. Mm-hmm. And... Sorry to say he came home and was sitting in a car that was hit and his neck was injured again. So I went up to San Francisco from Los Angeles and like every parent, I felt guilty seeing him in the hospital. Every parent, feel, every mother especially, feels when she has a baby, if the baby comes out with any handicap, she thinks, my body didn't do right. You know, why didn't I make him stronger mm -hmm. when I was making him or her? So I stood there watching Guy thinking, my God, how awful I feel terrible. He had been 500 miles away in another town when he was hurt, but I felt guilty. Mm. It's just mothering. Well, Guy is all grown up now, and Maya doesn't know this, but we sat down with Maya's son, Guy Johnson, and he told us about the car accident that nearly killed him and how he believes his mother helped bring him back from the brink of death. I had pulled off the road to read a road map. A truck 
going the opposite direction, drifted across the line and hit me. And it broke my leg, dislocated my shoulder, um, put me in a coma for about five days. The doctor said, Dr. Angelo, your son may not live, and it's pretty clear he won't walk again. And she looked at them and she said, what do you know? I've gone to a higher authority. And it was obvious that she had because I walked out of the hospital two months after that. Ma, you have helped other people learn what it is to be human. People ask me quite often what it's like to be Maya Angelou's son. Did you grow up in her shadow? And no, I didn't. I grew up in her light. Sometimes I wasn't worthy of it, but it has always been an experience that expanded me. She thinks that the divine hand is in all things. She has faith that's like a rock. You can stand on it. She says one person speaking the word of God is the majority. She speaks to our humanity and reminds us that we are both brother and sister to the rest of the human race. Keep on speaking, Ma. Keep on talking. We need to learn the lessons. We need to hear it again and again. And I hope that this day marks just the beginning of many more beautiful and wonderful poems, books, movies, dances, celebrations, and love. I love you. Thank you. For five decades, Maya's words have moved us in more ways than we even know. As I was saying, many times I'm talking to her on the phone, running to get a pencil, writing it down. Well, she partnered with Hallmark to produce cards and gifts with some of her most inspiring words. And they are already, honey, flying off the shelves. There's so many wonderful items. People had asked me, well, do you really write them? I said, I was sitting at the table watching her write. <laughs> Absolutely. Is it hard for you to, yes. to write these? It's hard. It's been a wonderful challenge mm -hmm. because what I could take two pages writing about, I have to say in two sentences. Uh -huh. And so it's delicious. It, it helps me to, to get my language, my English, and have control of it. And this was wonderful. Well, I think it's wonderful because for years I've been saving my own Maya-isms that I now see on some of these cards. <laughs> oops. Uh, oops. One of my favorite is family brings you home. Just that line, yeah. family brings you home, and then there's nothing makes you feel more at home than being with you, family. I love this one. You had a difficult decision to make, and you made it. I applaud your courage and am strengthened by it. Yes. Yeah, there are uh, cards for every single yes. occasion you can imagine in life. Yes. Yes. Yes, I saw a woman in, in Florida. She stopped me in Florida and in a bookstore, a white woman about my age, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so she said, uh, you know, you look just like that writer, Maya Angelou. <laughs> I said, I am. She st tears came to her eyes. She said, I received a Christmas gift from my daughter. So I said, ah. She said, we've been estranged. But she sent me a card which simply said, Mother Love Liberates. Wow. And she just, the tears came. She said, Miss Angelo, I keep that card in my bedroom. When I go into the kitchen, I put it there. I take it to the living room. 
my daughter and I will come back together. Wow. And what's wonderful about the cards, they're for all people, all races, all places, all dimensions, because they're called life mosaics. Yes. It's just poetry that it's come from a deeper place. Well, than usually maybe cards it's poetry. Do. It's poesie, certainly. Yes. I mean, it's poetic musings, poetic thinking, meditations. It is what it feels like to be a human being. What, how I speak to you is how I wrote that. That's why I feel it that way, too. <laughs> you can go to the Hallmark section of any store and you find the Maya Angelou mosaic line that has it on the back. But I love this as a birthday card. Tiaras, crowns, and coronets were made to show you off. You are duchess of everything today. You have every reason to strut. Do just that. <laughs> Dr. Maya Angelou's book is called Flung Up to Heaven. Thank you, Maya, for sharing you your birthday. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm Oprah Winfrey, and you've been listening to Super Soul Conversations, the podcast. You can follow Super Soul on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join me next week for another Super Soul Conversation. Thank you for listening. Start clean with Clorox, because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Oh, the charcoal mask. Great, because why would I put that on my face when I could drop it in my sink? This is what I get for multitasking. Ugh, why is charcoal so sticky? <clears throat> Hello? Hey, Janice. I am so sorry. I thought I was on mute. <laughs> no, we don't need to reschedule. I'll just stay off camera. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.